Hello, Spotlight friends. Welcome to another episode of Ave Spotlight. Today, we are visiting with my friend Shannon Schmidt. I am so excited to talk to her about all things Catholics United for Black Lives, which is an amazing organization that she is a part of, and her book, which we also spoke to Marcia about, our previous guest, Fat Luther and Slim Pickens. So I am just so excited to talk to her today, and we're so grateful to have you with us. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks, Joe, for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yes. I always say that, super excited. <laughs> I'm super excited to be here. Yes. No, girl, yes. I am so excited to talk to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, you are you are doing it. I mean, a book, uh, organization, you like work at a parish, you're like rocking it. I mean, you're a mom, you're, when do you rest? Like what, when do you sleep? Like midnight to six, God. but also <laughs> my house is super dirty. So God. okay. So it's like, <laughs> like one something thing. has to go by the Got wayside. It. Okay. And so it's dishes and laundry. Like it's like, I'll get them done eventually. Got it. You know what? Hey, if you're like producing all of these other good things, one thing has to drop. Shannon's here to let us know she is not perfect, y'all, as we may have thought before. So, but we are so grateful for your honesty and just who you are. You're doing so many good things. And I would love for everyone to know a little bit more about you. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Well, hi, everyone. I'm Shannon Wimpschmidt. I am a mom of four and a wife to one only. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I live outside of Indianapolis where I work full time at a parish here in adult faith formation and other such things. And then, of course, I did just write a book, Fat Luther Slim Pickens, coming out from Ave on March 25th. And I heard a little rumor that the ebook will be available on February 1st for Black History Month. So if you oh want to get a gosh. preview and then get the real book, like it's not the real book anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you want to read the real you book. Want the, you want the hard copy in your hand. Gotcha. So that, and then I also am the communications director. I'm a member of the board of directors as the communications director for Catholics United for Black Lives, which is a racial justice not-for-profit that works within the, the church, as well as within secular society to promote the flourishing of Black lives and racial justice. And so I am busy. Mm, all of that in one sentence. Oh my yes. goodness. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so many good things. And I love especially what you're doing for the Black community. Um, you know, and this being Black History Month, when this airs and everyone listens, I would love to hear more about your organization, Catholics United for Black Lives. I mean, such a striking name for an organization yeah. is very pointed and specific. Um, and I would just love to know more about it. How did it start? You know, what need did you see? And like, what are your hopes for your organization as a whole? Absolutely. So CUBL was started in the summer of June of 2020. Because we saw, of course, George Floyd had been killed and uh, there were all sorts of other innocent Black men and women who were dying through violence, especially police violence. And so, as we know, in the world, there was sort of this uprising and the protests for racial justice, which was wonderful. But one of the things that came up a lot in various media and especially in Catholic circles was one sort of a lack of understanding of 
racial justice in general and that work, mm. but also of deep concern that some of the leaders of the secular movement in particular were doing things that were contrary to church teaching, you know, for example, promoting abortion, right? Like that's mm. not something that we're going to support as a way for Black lives to flourish as a church. And so our board of directors, it's a group of Black Catholics. I myself am biracial. And so we got together and said, we need to do something. We need to do something that's going to bring a Catholic voice to the Black Lives Matter movement in the wide sense, you know, not the organization, but the wide sense of the Black Lives Matter movement. And also to be able to work within the church for racial justice, because there are some organizations in individual areas, but not really one organization that's sort of working specifically towards this goal in the church. We incorporated a not-for-profit in October of 2020. And since then, we've been working primarily through social media and then through our national memberships to provide resources for people to do this work in their own places and spaces. We also have done a couple drives. You know, we did a school supply drive for schools in impoverished areas, especially those serving traditionally African-American communities and trying to do education and awareness around, you know, important issues. And we follow what what we would call in the church, a consistent life ethic that we are supporting black lives and all lives from womb to tomb, you know, that from conception to natural death, we are working for justice and equity. So that might look one day like opposing abortion, but on other days it might look like making sure people have access to health care, talking about things like vaccine equity, right? There are so many issues and policies that are affected by racism. Mm. And so that's what we do. And I think our hopes for the future are not only to continue what we've been doing, but also we do have local chapters that are forming in some different areas. So it might be a diocese or a parish or things like that, where people are kind of on the ground in their communities doing this work. I think our hope for the future would be able to start to do things like retreats, consulting, workshops, you know, to really get into where people are Mm. and help train them to do this work. Because we are people who have been doing diversity, equity, and inclusion work for a long time in various places and spaces. Mm. I myself have been doing that in church for quite a while. But so many people either don't have the resources or don't have the training. And so that's something that we want to bring to people is to say, not only how can we help you do this in your space, but how can we as a church do better at doing equity, diversity, inclusion, and racial justice in our parishes, in our diocese, all of those spaces that are church-specific. Wow, that's huge. I mean, what a noble, <laughs> what a noble mission and um, how necessary is that? I definitely think you know, after all of the horror that was 2020, I feel like we all just barely survived it. What yeah. an amazing <laughs> thing. <laughs> like, me, I mean, mentally, I don't even know how we all got through that. So, you know, what an amazing thing to respond to such tragedy with, you know, such like a hopeful message. This episode is brought to you by Hallow. 
the number one Catholic app for prayer, meditation, music, and more. Hallow features litanies, novenas, and other challenges to get you praying more often and connect with your community. It also features Bible stories and guest sessions from well-known Catholic speakers like Father Mike Schmitz, Bishop Barron, Jonathan Rumi from Chosen, Dr. Scott Hahn, and Father Mark Mary. Hallow is an amazing resource for any Catholic looking to dive deeper into their prayer life, find more peace, and ultimately grow closer to God. Make sure to check out Hallow at hollow.com slash Ave Spotlight. Hollow.com slash Ave Spotlight. I'm sure with all of these things, you've had a lot of people that want to support you all, but mm-hmm. also a lot of people that aren't necessarily feeling it. Mm-hmm. And I would love to know, one, how can people support your mission? What are some real ways that we can get in there? And, you know, I don't know if it's monetary support, prayer support, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and then also, what is a misconception that people have about what y'all do? And what is something that we can just squash right now? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people that read the title of this episode or listened to the first minute of you talking and they were like, absolutely not. So <laughs> I'd love to just provide you with an opportunity to, yeah, to just talk about how we can help you and how we can better understand what y'all are doing. Absolutely. So first and foremost, of course, anything that you can do to pray for us, we would appreciate, right? Like that's what we are about as church at the end of the day is supporting each other in our spiritual journey. You can also get involved if you'd like to as a national member. You can go to cubl.org to find out more about being a member, the resources you get, the ways that you can support us, or starting a chapter in your parish. Those are kind of the two things we have going right now. If you're interested in connecting with us to do ministry in some way, shape, or form, we'd love to do that. We're an entirely volunteer organization. Um, uh, We are not paid at all, so... (laughs) Anything that people could do that would sort of promote this work where they are is just a boon for us. So along with that, I think one of the things that is really important or two things I'd say are really important to know is a lot of people think like, oh, this is like Catholics, Black Lives Matter. Well, that's not Mm. like we're not associated with the Black Lives Matter global organization, global network, nor are we necessarily out here making certain political policies were coming down on one side or another as far as like the political parties that exist in our country. You know, we are here to do work in the church and then to do work for justice. And sometimes that looks like policy, but sometimes that looks like supporting organizations that are already doing the work. You know, I think of a place like Abide Women's Shelter, which is in Mm. Dallas, Texas, where they are supporting Black maternal health. Mm. And that is so essential to this work. It's so essential to not only the pro-life movement, but the justice, racial justice movement. So things like that. And then also, I think that there's this conception that adopting secular language and engaging with secular people in this work is anti-Catholic. And that's not true, right? Like Mm -hmm. everything in the world that we see as Catholics, you know, there is good and truth in so many things. And we find what's good and true and beautiful in those places. And, you know, we don't have to agree or to engage with other people. You know, Mm -hmm. one of the calls that Christ gives us, and one of the things we see over and over again in the gospels is that he is always in conversation with people he doesn't agree with or with people who don't fit the mold. 
you know, um, I think about the Samaritan woman at the well. That's one of the stories I use all the time when I do diversity work. He did not even have to talk to her. Nobody would have thought twice if he did not talk to the woman at the well. And yet he reveals, if you look at John's gospel, she is the one who he reveals the most to about who he is and what his mission is. And that's beautiful. So we don't have to be afraid of the world because Christ has already conquered everything that we could be afraid of in the world. And so let's engage with with other people and work for the common good rather than saying like, that's not part of our church. So shut it out and kind of hunker down and don't Mm. let anything bad in. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow. Well, thank you for addressing all of those things. I mean, (laughs) I'm sure there are many more (laughs) encounters Mm -hmm. that you had that have not necessarily been the best. So my hope for you all is that you have people that come, you know, to know about your organization and to support y'all authentically for what you guys are actually trying to do. I know that this is a very tough arena to be in and Mm -hmm. there's so, it's like rife with misunderstanding. And I think sometimes Mm. people are just determined to misunderstand you. So I am just grateful for you guys doing what you're doing and happy to, you know, put all of those things in our show notes so people can check it out. You are doing good work for the kingdom You, Marcia, Didi, and the rest of your board, you know, you guys are really rocking it. So I'm excited for you all. Can you let us know where we can find more information about what you are up to? Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it would probably take us years for you to list off all the things that you're doing. (laughs) But just a a few things that we can put in our show notes so people can find out more about you. Absolutely. So if you want to learn more about uh, CUBL, you can go to www. .cubl.org, or you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at cubl.org. You can also follow me and learn more about what I do individually, more about my writing, things like that, on Instagram at Team Quarter Black, right? So I love that. Little play on words. <laughs> I'm also on Twitter, also at Team Quarter Black, but it's BLK. So Team Quarter BLK. You can also follow our podcast, Plaid Skirts and Basic Black, which is a Black Catholic podcast about faith, culture, and pop culture, at PSBB Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Or you can just go to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and put it on your feed. (laughs) Awesome. Amazing. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much. At the end of each of our episodes, we ask each guest something that gives them hope. Um, I would love to know something that's just giving you hope lately. If you need time to think about it, I can go first. Or if you're ready, you can go first. How are you feeling? I think I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. So go ahead. So today, something that's giving me hope this week, Father Rutilio, excuse me, Rutilio Grande, who was the friend of St. Oscar Romero, the companion of St. Oscar Romero, a Jesuit priest is being beatified this week, which is so exciting. He was a wonderful man who worked among the poor in El Salvador during their civil war and all the things that were going on during that time. And he gave his life for his people and it was beautiful. And I think one of the things that appeals to me most about him is that he really struggled with depression and with his mental health. And as somebody Mm -hmm. who's also struggled with mental health, it's like, ah, I can be a saint too. (laughs) He is a saint in heaven with a miracle. And so like, man, God has so many things for us and he has plans for us. And like, 
even what we think are our worst things that we think God shouldn't have or shouldn't take on himself or shouldn't like redeem, like God wants those and he uses them for his glory and he makes saints out of us for them. Mm. And so like joy, right? Wow. Like we get another blessed. It's so good. <laughs> that is so good. And and for something that brings me hope, I mean, I honestly think it's that. Thank you for sharing. That's amazing. I myself also see a therapist, struggle with anxiety and depression mm. myself. And it's so hopeful to hear someone like that is in heaven and has a miracle. So praise God. And there's hope, you know, we don't mm-hmm. have to be out here struggling, <laughs> struggling mm-hmm. in hopelessness and resting in that. So thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. That will be my hope of the week as well. Thank you so much for being with us. And we had a great time talking to you. I'm looking so forward to seeing all of the good work that you and your awesome team and your great friends continue to produce. I'm so excited for your book and everything else that you got going. And we'll make sure to put everything on our show notes so people can check you out. In the meantime, I hope that you have a wonderful evening and we'll talk soon. You too. Thanks, Chanel. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you so much to Shannon for being our guest. Make sure to check out more information about Catholics United for Black Lives at cubl.org. I'm looking forward to talking with y'all next week. Please pray for me. I'll be praying for you. God bless. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit SpokeStreet.com.